understand that, especially going through life, you're going to get burnt. You're going to get burnt again. People are disappointing. That's why, and you've probably heard the saying before, you can count your really good friends on one hand. Oh, yeah. No, 100%. Right. Like, that... That's that's what that. Go go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was just I was just gonna say that's what I was telling you about when I was talking about the the interview with with Don Tripp last night. Right. You know he like he you know stays true to himself. Right. And you know that's how it is. Okay. And he he said something the other day. Where, where he was like, if you're doing, you know, business with vultures and you're, it looks like you're dying, uh, don't be surprised if, if, uh, you know, they feed off you, you know, you know what I mean? And that makes perfect sense, right? Because like, that is what happens like all throughout your life, because that, that's what's happened to me. You know, that's what's happened to me. That's what's happened to so many people. That's right. what's happened to everybody. Right. Um, right. And, and, but that's what the way the world is, and it's always been that way. Because everybody, it's not everybody, but the percentages or whatever you want to call it, like we go back to you and count your real, true, honest friends on one hand. It's, and, you, and, of course, you're always going to make new friends through life. You want to make new friends and, and, and meet new personalities and stuff like that to contribute, contribute to your memories, you know, and your life. But then you find out some of them had just a, an intent of their own was all that they wanted. But that, and, and that's business, that's manipulation, that's all of that. Yeah, and it's, 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 it's fine, you know, like right. we we're all invest we're all investors, but like right. the funny the funny thing is it's just like it's like what the it's like what do you want this to be, you know, business or art, right? right. And so like there's even um a, f- a famous uh so there's a famous rap group uh gang- Gangstar. And um you know, so like you're you're from New York and um you know, they're from that area as well, and you know one of their MCs, Guru, uh, you know passed away, and um, you know they put out this album, and it has some of his you know verses from um, you know you know back back of the day like like um, unreleased verses, and so one of the songs is business or or art. And so, but it's like one and the same almost. It is. Right? And so, and, and, and Don Tripp last night, in, in the same um, XXL class as someone like Future, right? Mm-hmm. And, and then Don's talking about craftsmanship with what the young guy in uh, NBA Youngboy is doing today, mm-hmm. right? And it, it is wild to me how how you know everything goes with like you know industry standards and you know labels and things like that and because 
it's uh it is kind of like a cat and mouse game of manipulation and and yeah. things like that. But it, it, you know, you say that you know, is it businesses or or is it art? Well, art, whether you know, the definition of art, you know, is someone's ability to create a or paint or or create a digital picture or someone that that thinks up the lyrics and the beats to a particular song or whatever craft it is. At the, at, at the end of the day, whether it started out as, uh, um, as an infant, I'm expecting it to be become millions, becomes business. Everything. Yeah, exactly. Right, so... so <laughs> exactly. So it's just like, you know, like I get that. I understand that. Like that, and, and like I. That's why I, I love the mummies, and I feel like the people that get me, like they're always gonna get me, and the people that don't, like you know, that's it. That's not their problem. That's not my problem. You know, and, and and like I'm not gonna worry about that. I was I wasn't really ever trying to worry about that. Like, you know, I I I never, you know. I have millions of conversations with Louis in the past and you know he he knows how I am like everybody knows how I am right and like I'm cool like I want to I want to collab like I want to be a mummy like you know I they empowered me right to 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 do this stuff you know um well the, you you know yeah plus it's a was an influence yeah, you, you know, um, you you saw something maybe in its infantry, infancy, I should say. Yeah. And and and, and you liked what you saw. You liked who you talked with, and it was an influence to get you get going more. Yeah, exactly. Like the people that, you know, really get me, and the people that that support me. Like those, those are the people, you know, I'm. I'm always gonna, you know, rock with, you know, like, I'll, and, and, and at the same token, like, I'll always be, you know, supporting the mummies, like, I'll always be there for that, like, like, that's cool to me, but, like, I, I gotta always be, be true to myself, so, like, if I, if I feel like something isn't right, like, I can't just not, you know, I can't just not, correct. you know, not, do that. It, right, it's not your makeup. Where other people, it's in their makeup. It's just like me and what I do. I have to have that in my makeup. Because that's what uh, makes the business thrive. And uh, do I like it? No, but that's the game I have to play. You, you, you know. Yeah, so so like, and and that's fine, right? And so like, I don't have a problem with that, right? But like, don't like expect me to do that, you know? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. don't expect me to do that, you know? You and 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 then I'm looking at you, and I see what you're doing, and you're not even doing what you're preaching, and you're you're sitting here, in in um, in my, you're sitting here in the the space with Don Tripp who graciously shares his time and then as soon as he leaves like you're leaving and you know like maybe you got to talk to him 
but er everything is just so shady and so under wraps and you know i i don't know it just seemed weird it just yeah it it, it to me it, again it's the intent but it's it, it and it's like you say you can't you're not going to change who you are and that's okay because we need people like you that aren't going to change who they are you know and, and you know the other type of person that 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 is true to themselves. Yeah, man, and, I'm and, I'm and true to this, and and, that, and and I I sus I I sussed it all out. I get it, you know, and you, and, you know, like. You know, but you can't expect it from everybody, and and you just can't expect it from everybody, and and it it it. it, it yeah, like I'm all for like pushing mummies and everything, but like the you know. The inner games, yeah. It, it's like it's like I'm I'm only doing what I please, you know, and that's what Louis told me to do and, right. from the beginning, and that's all I've done. And that's and and, that, that's what you're and, doing. and I I firmly firmly believe um, that it's just it just seems. It just seems weird, you know. You you can't have people talk to the two of the main core people that hold the community together. It doesn't matter, you know, how many people are coming to Quade's streams on a Tuesday night or a Thursday night. Because it's it's inconsistent. There's a bunch. There's DJs. There's a bunch. The Quaid has eight hundred followers, and he does this every week, and he does it, you know, for the mummies, and he does it because he loves it, you know, and he's good at it. He he produces, he raps, he he does it all, and um, it's 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 it was just. It's just weird to me how we could have our our main marketing person who's so concerned about you know inflating his own Twitter num numbers up so like it makes people respect him more, and it's just man I man I don't know you know and uh, right. and I'll tell you what and I'll, and, and and I'll tell you why. Because that person is going to use whatever platform they can to increase their own wealth and fame. But yeah, well, that's fine. Like, I, I don't, like, I don't, that's fine. But, like, I'm just saying, like, you can't, you can't just, you can't just bash the people that are helping your community um, and call them lame and say no. that and say that what they're doing isn't relevant when when this guy is literally spending all his free time for the mummies when he's when he's DJing for the mummies when he's rendering things for the mummies when he's helping people um, find solutions you know when he's talking to people you know like it it makes no sense it's like we all have thousands. Of Thousands and thousands of dollars in, invested in it. It doesn't make sense. What you know, from what I just said, um, to him to uh, uh, 
insult um, people that are helping. Yeah, like you know, well, put it put it put it this way, like like his Twitter account, right? He has an, uh, a thing where it's like, we're the mummies, man. We got to put on for our mummies. And he doesn't even put on for the mummies. Okay? He puts on for himself and a couple of the mummies. You know what I mean? Right. And that's what certain people are doing, you know? Right. And, it, you know, it, it's weird. It's not like this everybody love, you know, it is an everybody love everybody situation. But at the same token, man, it's it's not because it's just it's just it's it's just not or, organic. Like I want to do stuff that's organic, you know. Like I don't want to just pump shit to pump shit. Right. Yeah. Right, but again, you know, personality. You know, again, what's what's in it for me? How can I become more rich and famous than you? You know. Yeah, but that's what they think, though. That's what they think that they they're doing, but they don't know. They think that I'm dying. They think that I'm this. They think that you're that, right. but you're not. Right. Like, like they literally put, you know, it's like everybody's got, you know, you know, a story. They either got a family. They're single. They're trying to make it. They're, you know, they're, they're really wealthy. They're not, you know, whatever. Um. But you put all these people together and then you identify certain people to put in your team based on certain char- characteristics, uh, per- uh, personality characteristics that they exude yeah. um, uh, and skill sets that they have. Right. And you identified collab partners uh, based on their skill sets. Right. Everybody willing to do stuff for free because they already invested. Right. right? And that's amazing. That's right. That's, that's awesome. called growing a business. Yeah. Yeah. Together. together. Correct. Yeah. And, and that's your core. And you know, so it's like the, the like the wheel of a bike. You have you you have the 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 hub, I guess it's called, and you got all these spokes. Right. All the core of the bike is the hub. And then out of that hub comes a thousand spikes. Right, right. So how how could you just do do that to the to, to to those people, unless like you're just doing it on purpose because they're trying to like toss me out. Could be. You know what I mean. Right. Um. Because you know that that's why, you know. It's like oh, you guys are taking a break. It's like what are we? What are we doing really? Like, are you laying us off, or are we we taking a break? Right. Okay. And how are you going to spin it on me, when I don't come back? You know what I mean. Right. Like. So, you know, I don't care if somebody else goes back, you know, like that got cut off because I, I, I kind of think, I kind of think the, and it's not even like, it's like you're on a team and you're not even being included in the team. Like you're literally cut, you were cut off from being a team. Before you were cut off from the team, right? Is is what I'm trying to is what I'm trying to say, and then they didn't they didn't like what I had to say because like I just had the HR thing like I I it's like I I wasn't doing the psychologist thing all the time like I wasn't 
trying to psychoanalyze this or somebody. Right. Like, I, I, like, there, it's weird, man. Like, there's, like, a 75% chance, like, that, you know, it, it, like, it doesn't matter if, like, these people are married or, or together or whatever, or even if they're not or whatever the story is, but, like, I don't know. I, I just think, I I just think, uh, based the on their career because a lot of people get married now based on transaction. It's a transaction, you know. You know, uh, you link up with a person because like, oh, you you're both good looking or you both have a certain job or whatever. So like, I don't know. Like, you know, this is all spec. You know, reckless speculation. You know, right. maybe, but you know, we've done the the digging. But but we've done, you know, the digging. And, you know, we kind of see how it is. And, you know, we know the facts. We know where these people are. You know, we know know everything. Right. It goes back to what I said. You saw through... You could see through the smoke and mirrors. We could see through the smoke and mirrors. And, and, And a lot of... And and being able to do that... You're not being fooled. A lot of people will be fooled because they can't see through the smoke and mirrors. Yeah, and it's fine, but it's just like, I just don't want them to spin my shit because I, that's, what I, that's what I think is like about to happen. Well, if that's what's good, you know, if they're going to do something like that, it's, it's because they want to, they, they're, it, it, I don't want to say insecure, but they, you know, how do you say it? They, uh, you know, what have you done for me lately? You know, what, what, you know, are you the, what, you know, what flavor ice cream are you today? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, it's like how much, you know, it's like, I get it. Like I, I spent money. I brought, you know, I spent money on mummies, you know, I was nice, you know, and people, people think I'm being like fake nice or something. And so like, I, I'm not being fake nice. And and they so Yeah. Right. They, they don't they don't know me. Right. You so know? they're speculating that you're being being that. That's what they're speculating. Yeah, yeah. Because and that's because they don't trust nobody. Yeah. But when you don't trust anybody, it's and if someone's uh, uh, um, nice, um, unconditionally nice because that's who they are, they can't recognize it because they can't trust anybody. Yeah, I mean exactly, and and then I can't trust anybody either, right? Because because right. I'm the way I am, right? So then when you find out who the people you trust, it lands on one hand. The amount of people you can trust is in one hand. Yeah, and so like it's weird. It's weird to me. It's like you know they all have families, and you know, you know everybody has a different walk of life, right? And they all have different interests, but like. Everybody has, you know, everybody thinks in today's world that everybody has, what angle are you going to play on me? What's the angle that you want from me? What's your intent from me? Because you you are all of this, and I think it's bullshit, okay? So, you know, everybody's, you know, and I don't say everybody, people do it for the fact of, of the fact, but um, when you're skeptical, you know, what what do you, what's your angle? 
What do you want out of me? What are you trying to do to me? You know, um, and that's the untrust part because it's like, how can that person be so nice? There's no way. There's no way. That's not that's not the norm. You know, from from what I've seen all my life, it's not the norm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, when I was a child, you know, when we were all children, it was such a a great time because uh, as children we children we weren't out for one another. We 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 believed in that other child and played with that oh other child. God. Right. 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 And that's what we were talking about last night with Don Tripp. You know, his 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 stepbrother, Starlito, like it's like that's that feeling that they got. And then they have you know, he talked about having, you know, friendly competition with him and like that's what they talk about on like their records and stuff. It's like it's like they they're both solo artists, and then they come together and they do something together. Right. And you know, it, it it's so cool, and that's how I feel about my 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 main guys. Like I, right. you know, like yeah. I I do I do anything for them. Right. Right. Um, because you have a, a true sense of trust with them. And and and. That, and that's the way you feel. And at the end of the day, or at the end of so many years or whatever, one turns out to burn you, they got you. Meaning that they, they took some, somebody that was genuine and was true to themselves and true to other people. And they, I, I guess for any other words, they, uh, manipulated you to think that this is who I am and you get burned. Who gets burned? You do. How? How did I get burned? You got burned because who you trusted for all these years, he just played you so well or she played you so well that you got burned because they weren't true to who they were. They were just manipulating you. But uh, you thought, yeah, yeah. you thought, you could trust that person. That's what about being burned is. That's why you're you're very uh, particular on the handful of people that you can trust. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, you're talking about like people that I used to know, like in the past. Used to know. Yeah. Or yeah. going to know. Yeah. You, again. Yeah, yeah. Again, I again, it goes back to it goes back to those roots. Yeah, I know that. I, I, you know, I was just we were talking about current events, so that's what I, that's where my mind was at. But yeah, like, I, I agree with that. Like the mum, the mummies though. Like I got respect, you know, through and through for for Louis, yeah. you know, um, and the project right. in general. The people that I've met, like I know, I got, you know, a bunch of really solid people, like. Um, no, that's good, and that's what you you know, that's what you want to feel that you know people are true to what they say they are. You know, don't try to get over on me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, I mean that you know life's too short, friendships are too short. Don't try to get over me. That's like John, you know John, you know your buddy John. You, you know you 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 were knee high when you both both met. And that's why that relationship is as solid as and trusted as can be, because you grew up together. Right. Yeah. You know, and as you make new friends and, and new acquaintances and business people and stuff like that, you're hoping that you can gain 
you know, you meet someone today and 10 years from now, they become a solid person, you know, to you. That's what it should be, you know, but then you're going to meet them ones that are just are looking out for themselves and their own intent, their own angles to get what they want to get from you, period. Right. It's believe where life goes, you know. It's that old saying that I told you a hundred times, enjoy your friends before you get to know them. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I totally agree. I mean, all, you know, all I ever wanted was to, you know, it started out as an investment and then it kind of, right. you know, went into something more. Right. And, you know, I'm really thankful for that. Yeah, you were excited about that. Yeah, that was the best part. Right. Um, you know, yeah. I can live and learn with, like, whatever happens, but, right. like, I was down to help out and like, you know, I'm cool like with whatever. Like right. and I know I'm I have skills and I'm good at things. Like, right. you know, and it was cool to see me think about, you know, certain things and how I used to do it and then um you know, it was cool because you know, I talked a lot about how when I was was in graduate school, how we did all these like return to work things mm-hmm. and you know, I would always get that I would be good at, like, thinking about fashion and, you know, doing design and things mm-hmm. like that. And then they had me go and, you know, like, I wanted to go and help and, and do the do the hats and stuff. And then I end up doing that. Right. And so, you know, I think that's really cool. I think that's really, you know, empowering. Yeah, well, it tapped into your... It tapped into your passions a pa- you know a passion that that you like you know that makes you tick yeah exactly exactly and i think that's cool I, and i think that's cool and like i just don't want like you know like you know this this, you know, right. this is what i did no. all right yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you. Mike. How John, are you? my guy. My guy. How are you? I'm doing pretty good, man. How are How are you? It's nice to hear your voice. I I can't complain, Mike. And I actually went to the post office today. Nice. And I'm still in a good mood. Hey. So, not too bad. Yeah, that's that's not too shabby at all, man. Uh, you know, welcome to the coldest of takes. Uh, this podcast available wherever podcasts can be heard. I'm one of your hosts, Mike at st underscore Katzer, and uh, that other voice you hear, that's my man, John. John, tell the people where you're at, and uh, well, you I guess find, uh, we'll you get can into find it. me, Mike, always at the coldest of takes podcast wherever podcasts are available. My name is John, John J. Pat on Twitter and, and Instagram, Johnny Wick on Instagram. Mike, I gotta get I gotta I gotta say something though. Yes, sir. I Massachusetts, um, I don't wanna hear about these gas prices from my, my Massachusetts friends, okay? Yeah, because it's, it's like a couple dollars a more. It's I am legend prices right now in California and 
that might be a reference that not many people know, but Mike and I, obviously huge Will Smith fans. I Am Legend, great movie. But you could see the shot where it was like six, uh, six dollars and like sixty five cents a gallon, and it's like that in California right now in Southern California. So, uh, Mike, just a shout out to our boy, your boy, um, Will Smith, and a new. I am Legend movie coming out. Yeah, dude, that's pretty sick, right? Uh, who who would have thought? Not not me. Who would have thought it, M- Mike? That movie came out in like '07. Yeah, and and now they're making a, re- a reboot, and with Michael B. Jordan again, great casting, I would say. And what do you, what do you think about it? Do you think he's gonna be the son? Do you think he's gonna be like another survivor? What do you think? Ooh, um, man, I don't know. I maybe it's like set in the in the future, like after it's all said and done, or right, or you know, who knows? Like because I don't, I don't know if anybody's come out and said if it's gonna be a straight up, you know, remake or a reimagining or who knows. But well, I did, think did Will yeah. Smith survive at the end? Like we don't know. That's true. And, you know, they had the alternate endings and, you know, I think uh, that's what's going to be interesting, uh, you know, to come to find out whenever that movie is supposed to drop. Now, Mike, now that we're talking about movies, though, and I wanted to ask you about this, um, you know, obviously some people are going back to the movies. I haven't been back to the movies since the pandemic hit. Um, Not for not for anything because of that. I just haven't thought of a movie that I wanted to see in theaters now that all the streaming services have everything. But Mike, I'd love to go see the Batman. Man, I'm thinking the same thing. What it, do you it, think? That to me is an, is another one. Um, you know, like sure, obviously there's been other Batman movies released for the past few years, but I don't know, for some reason this one getting announced it had that similar, you know, eeriness to it where it was like yes. you know dark night vibes or something like that yeah. so yeah immediately i went back to that that time frame and yeah i i feel feel older now for sure well but, like it made me think of speaking of 07 when the dark night came out of us dropping our dates off mid movie and then going back to the movie theaters to watch the end of the movie and it still had an hour and a half left. And apparently this Batman movie is three hours long. So you can ditch your dates mid-movie, drive them home, <laughs> and and come back and see the end of it. Yeah, I you know, that that's just how, how good of a movie that was, you know? Like when it's not going right with yeah, with things, you know, you gotta switch it up. You know, you gotta make things work for you and your buddy. Dates wanted to go home, Mike, but we wanted we were in the car. We had the popcorn in the car from the movie theater, and we said, "You know what? Let's go back." And uh, best decision we ever made because it's a great movie. So can't complain. No complaints over here, Mike. I would say, but I kind of want to see Robert Pattinson as the Batman. Yeah, I I I do too. Um, You know, I movie looks amazing. I, I think Rob Robert Pattinson he he's got some kind of range, and and Mike I'll give you this uh, the guy who plays the joke I mean the Riddler in this by the way I've always thought the Riddler should have been a darker character not that Jim Carrey didn't kill it he did 
with the Riddler, but I thought the Riddler should be a little bit darker. And the guy who plays it is the same, um, I don't want to say villain, but uh, other, uh, you know, protagonist in There Will Be Blood. Um, and Dano is his last name. Like this, this guy's good, man. So I'm, you know, to see him as the Riddler, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I think it's going to be really, really good. So, uh, the reviews, the reviews have already come in. It seems to be a, a good movie, but Mike, what is your cutoff at a movie theater for a movie time? Like this movie is three hours long. What's your cutoff for a movie that you want to see in a movie theater? Well, I guess it's been made into that three-hour range. I mean, it can't be be much longer than that uh, because then you're just sitting in the same place for four hours. I see. I think mine is like 2.15. Yeah, that's like like prime time. Like at the most, uh, two, two and a half hours at the most. At the most. Yeah, that's so that's what I'm saying. So when does it become a movie that you just want to see at home? Mm. Right, because I want to be able to, you know, get up, maybe make some food, you know, pause it, go to the bathroom, you know, grab another, grab another beer or something if it's a good movie, you know, you know what I mean. I like to be at my leisure if it's going to be a three-hour movie. It's going to be two hours. I could see that in the theater. Yeah, I, I feel. I think that's respectable. You know, you know, and yeah, I think you're right. The three and a half hours where we got to cut it off. If it's yeah. over that, then you know what, Mike? How about this? Why don't they just make it into a series then? Ooh, yeah, I don't know. That's that's something. I just I just know. Uh, I I remember when Endgame came out. That movie was really long. Oh and, my god! Yeah, too and I saw that one in the theater. Um. So yeah, I I don't know anything longer. Then you know three hours. It's it's too, it's too, too much. much for me, and I'll probably wait till you know yeah. I can see it on HBO but, or something. But that being said, I still want to see uh, Batman. For oh sure. yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, and I think DC is moving toward darker because I'm, dude. I'm I'm I've never been a big DC guy of Marvel because of the uh, continuity of their stories. I think that Marvel had a really good game plan for everything to kind of get into fold and make sense. Right. But if DC is going a little bit darker, like with the Joker, with this Batman, um, I'm down for it. And like, I'm a big peacemaker fan that show. Oh, um, really? Yeah, dude. I wanted to talk to you about it. I watched it uh, when I had COVID, um, you know, a month ago. Been trying to, you know, it was one of those good binge watching shows when you're sick. Mm-hmm. And, dude, it's funny. It's outrageous. It's It's got that Suicide Squad vibe, but, like, they hashed it out over eight episodes. So it wasn't. You know what I mean? Like they got to develop the characters a little bit more, which I liked. So, and it's funny, and I think that people should watch it. They get a good appreciation for it. So, Peacemaker, everybody should watch it. That's my recommendation. All right, we might have to, you know, pop that on this weekend after after <laughs> that recommendation. But so, what's going on with you, Mike? Um, I know there's been uh, a, a lot of uh, your boy was traded in the NFL. Uh, 
to the commanders. Yeah, it's it's tough, you know, uh it's a tough spot, you know. I I I feel for Wentz, man, like yeah. He, he had that moment in the sun and you know, he was good. And yeah. you know, everybody in the NFL deserves to be there. Do you and, think that that was his one moment in the sun though, Mike? Yeah, kind of. I think the yeah. way the NFL is set up now and yes. you kind of like have a couple shots and and you know, that's about it. And I think he made the most of his shot, man. He got hurt. That's not his fault. Yeah, no, it's not his fault. Um, he he was he was hurt, and like you know, coming back into a situation, it may not always be the same. And then the stuff with the Colts last year is, I don't know, it's tough. I mean, Wentz is kind of reckless, but I mean, he's kind of the perfect uh, uh, Washington Commanders QB, though. Like. Completely reckless at points. Gonna 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 throw at least two picks a game. We all know that, but it's quite possible he has a three hundred fifty yard game. Two, you know, three TDs, two picks. You know, that is a very Carson Wentz game. Yeah, that's that's pretty much the Carson Wentz factor, bro. Like, and, he... and against the NFC beast, you know. Yeah, it's gonna be. He's big. gonna pull out some wins, especially against the Giants. Giants are terrible. Yeah, it, it's true. They uh, they got some rebuilding to do. I think. I think the NFC East in general is is kind of in that rebuilding phase now. Dude, how do you think about Amari Cooper getting released? I don't know, man. I, I to me, I was kind of surprised. Yeah, dude, that seemed like I. I felt like they would have kept him in. CD Lamb together for like another year, you know, give Dak and Zeke some some weapons there. But that's surprising because I know he's on a big deal, but you release him, now he goes to another team for cheap and you still gotta pick up half of his salary. So that's I don't know. I would you rather pay him half of his salary to play for another team, Mike? I don't think so. I think he's pretty good, man. Yeah, I I think he's still pretty pretty good as well, and I think he's gonna land, you know, you know if he if the Cowboys gotta pay for half and I got a hot take, okay? Yeah, yeah. Everybody's saying Patriots, right? Because yeah, I I read that right, and also Eagles and stuff. No, I got one for you, the Vikings. Wow. Okay, yeah. but but why? So. Because Kirk Cousins still has, I think, two or three years left on his deal, where he's making like stupid, way too much money for how mediocre he is. And they have Justin Jefferson, they have Thielen, they have Cook. They get Cooper in there, and they're just going to load up on offense and try to beat teams by like thirty points. You know, they're going to try to score thirty points every game. That's my sleeper pick. I wouldn't hate seeing—not hate seeing, but like I could, I could absolutely see that happening. Yeah, yeah, I can kind of see that happening too. Now that you kind of frame it up that way, that's yeah, that's kind of that's kind of interesting. Uh, and that would be like the perfect sort of, you know, yeah, landing. Spot. Cooper's going to be your deep guy. Thielen's over the middle, and then Jefferson's going to catch everything in between. I mean, it makes, makes sense to me. 
And then if not, you, you hand the ball off to Cook, who's amazing. And now you got a game manager QB who might actually take you somewhere. Yeah, I mean, I that that sounds super enticing. Um, I I I would be very intrigued if if that went down because I would be because all all you kind of hear about is is kind of like the Patriots. You know, I've seen some some of the Eagles rumors, but yeah, I haven't heard about the Vikings. So I I like that the Vikings would have a crazy good uh, receiving core if that was the case. And you know what? It depends on how the Vikings manage it, obviously. But, I mean, Thielen is going to go down, I think. Um, Just like Cooper Cup is not going to have the same season he had this year. Going over the slot, like, you're going to get blown up one day. Happened to Edelman, happened to Welker. You know what I mean? Like, these guys who go over the middle like that, like, they're going to get popped one day. And Thielen might be about there. So why not have Amari Cooper on the other side with Jefferson? Could yeah. create some matchups. Now, yeah, I, I think so. Space things out. Here's one I heard, Mike. Another what? rumor is JC Jackson. No. To the Eagles. No, really? Yes. That no. <laughs> That no, that there's no shot we got JC Jackson. He's not happy with the Patriots offer, and basically wow. said he's gonna walk. Wow. Oh yeah, no, he's not signing with the Patriots anymore. It's like um, the Vikings are another team. Seattle is in the mix, um, and they said the Eagles as well are gonna make a play. Wow. That, they, want two shut, they want two shutdown corners or to move Slay to safety. What do you that think would be, that? Be, I kind of, I kind of love. I mean, that would be interesting because I do think Slay could could play that. Yeah, role. you know, Slay is, you know, very versatile. So, yeah, I, he could man. cheat down from safety, and he could also be a, a a double cover safety for sure. I mean, Slay's that good. They yeah. want him in like a McCordy role, you know, like Devin McCordy, like yeah. kind of that role, and that's what I've been hearing. So, Mike, keep keep the JC Jackson line open for the for the Eagles, for your boys. Wow, like that would that would be something, but like I I don't want to you know get my hopes too much because I because I feel like the Eagles they you know get all these players as rumors and then. They always end up not going there. So, like, yeah, I would love a, a big free agent to 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 land in Philadelphia this offseason. Um, whether it's Amari, J.C. Jackson, that would be huge. Uh, we need all the all the help we can get, man. I had no idea about that J.C. Jackson stuff. He's, oh, dude, he's that's, that's like a legitimate rumor, dude. Like he's been talking to the Eagles. Wow, wow, that's that's crazy to me. So whether or not it ends up happening, he at least has been reported as definitely talking to the Eagles about some shit. So maybe. Hmm. But if I were you, 
yeah, as the Eagles, I'd make it a very front-loaded deal. Okay. Like, bigger signing bonus, like four years, big signing bonus. You know? That guaranteed money. Yeah, yeah. So that you can cut them in the end. Right. Right, yeah. So you, you don't yeah, want more than the... you don't want more than four deals with a cornerback, dude. Right. You know they get slow, man. And these guys, these wide receivers now are are just monsters. That's yeah, that's true too, man. And it's like, you know, this draft class we're gonna have, you know, another bunch of receivers that could come in and completely steal a show as well. Dude, uh, oh, speaking of. Who makes the biggest sophomore jump this year? Is your boy Devontae going to do it? Well, I feel like I feel like he can, regardless if another big play receiver come comes into the fold. But he he kind of ha- has to take that. He needs second. help, though. Yeah, he, he does. They they need to be able to to space the field a little bit. Yeah, um, and I he can't be double covered like this every every game, Mike. No, no, especially not not this this early. So it's just like we need a another like possession guy or yep or or something just to like take some of the heat off of him. And it seems like Mike, like those uh, what are they those ninety Def Jam comics? The Eagles be shopping. You know, they 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 be shopping right now for, for people to get around Hertz and Smith. And obviously the run game has worked for them and made you guys all the way in the playoffs. Um so see what you got with that, right? I mean you guys were a playoff team last year, so were we. You know, we both got bounced first weekend, like we got problems. Yeah, it's a tough look. We can't we can't have that, especially no. especially uh, past nation out there. Well, we had to get back to the playoffs first. That that was the thing with past nation where I need I need everybody in past nation to chill the fuck out. Um, Brady's retired for now. All right, it is what it is. We got to move on with Mac Jones. And the problem right now is it's not anybody else but winning our division. And we got to beat Josh Allen. And right, we got spanked by the Bills. Like, absolutely spanked in the playoffs. So that right now needs to be the focus is winning the division and beating the Bills. And Josh Allen isn't going anywhere, man. Like, he's real good. And. I've seen a lot of stuff about the Patriots going after Bobby Wagner. Yes, that is super intriguing to me as well because, like you said about Josh Allen, he is going to stick around in yep. Buffalo for his whole career. Yep. Um, so he's a dominant QB. I feel like Miami, you know, they had their rumors to try to maybe get uh, Deshaun Watson, and then they have Tua down there. So Tua stinks. So yeah, the Dolphins are going to be, you know, the Dolphins, right? But we got to keep our you got to keep And your the eye Jets on. are going to Jets. The right. Jets are going to Jet. But the yeah. the Bills they seem hmm, you know. So yeah, yeah the real, I, I the think the real New York team, Mike. The real team from New York. That's yeah, the 
That's true. That's true. Actually, within the state, anybody in the Meadowlands jumping through jumping through fire tables. All right, you know. That's true. No, sir. Talk about commitment, Mike. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's true. They are, you know, dedicated uh, to their craft and their uh, and their to people. The now, so we'll see what happens with the NFL, but Mike, I got to get you on the uh, this one to ask you, okay? Yeah, man, of course. Are you, I mean, I know you and I always, you know, um, and your dad would have an office pool going for March Madness, right? Right. Have, have you been in on it this year at all? Have you watched anything? Because uh, I'll be honest with you, man, I just started watching stuff. Yeah, like I've I've kept up with some news here and there, but with me personally, like I haven't watched too much sports in in general for for months and months now. Oh. Like like my my life has changed, you know, completely over the past couple months and now with um you know the NCAA tournament upon us and that about to start up um you know things things are 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 different and for the better and it's uh it's gonna be cool to actually watch some more sports again and and be able to um you know uh do some different things um you know um throughout throughout my day so it's gonna be it's gonna be cool like i followed followed some of the college basketball but i'm i'm pretty hyped because you know it's it's been fun this year like i haven't followed like Auburn per se who could be like a you know a top pick but just like you know following like our teams like like UMass or something like that like that's been fun fun to see because they've been they've been showing out and then following some of the global uh, the you know macro story as well for um you know coach k uh this year like that was super interesting to me um I'm kind of I'm kind of curious to hear your thoughts on on Coach K. Oh, huh. um, you mean the biggest lying piece of garbage since Coach Calipari? Um, the complete liar of a recruiter for 40 years? Yeah, no. Uh, I'm, I'm, I love Coach K for U.S. basketball and that he took a bunch of superstars and got them to win multiple gold medals. Okay. That mm-hmm. part I like about Coach K. The only, the only, I don't like anything else about Coach K except that he has a Polish last name. Like, I literally don't like anything about Coach K. I think he's a piece of shit. I think him and Calipari deserve to be in jail. For what they've done to college basketball, um, I equate the two of them, and I'm not allowed to say this uh, usually because uh, my girl's family uh, is from Kentucky, so they love Coach K. But I went to UMass, man, and I remember Coach K and Marcus King. You, you mean uh, Cal Party? Yeah, Carl Party. Yeah. Yeah. So. Those two, those two are the evil of college basketball. And you know who does? You know who gets out unscathed a lot in that uh, trio, or to make out that trio. Most people think it's Rick Pitino. It's not. It's Jim Calhoun 
for UConn got away with a lot more shit than than people let on. So the big three, Coach K, Calipari, and fucking Calhoun. Those three, I'm out on. Like, I don't like Coach K. I'm glad he lost in his last game uh, against UNC. Fuck them. Um, I, I hate Duke. I hate Duke for that. And I hope they get bounced early in the tournament. I really do. Yeah, I um, I can I can see all that. I kind of agree. Um, you know, it's it's suspect. It's questionable for sure. And it, yeah. It, oh, yeah, it reminds you of of smelly stuff that you deal with in real life. You know, so when mm-hmm. so when like you see that you see that sort of thing go down, you kind of put you know the you know the red flags in the air because it's just it's just the same stuff whether it it happens on you know a college basketball team or anything it's just like to Mike be- Mike you've been eighteen years old before I know this so have I did you ever drive a Mercedes for going to college no <laughs> yeah neither did I all right and Zion Williams did that like like. What four years ago? That's He's driving a Mercedes up to the game. That's true. I that's mean, they, in his name. Come on, man. Yeah, they changed a lot of those rules, but it was like they yeah. made it. They made it seem like that wasn't happening for right. the athletes, but it, it was, was. You know, it was like yeah, it was, it was like fine. the MLB claiming that steroids didn't happen. Like, dude, we all knew it happened. We all knew you were paying the players. You just say that you're doing it. And yeah, we're cool with it. Yeah, exactly. But the shady stuff behind it, and the fact that programs get sanctions for what coaches do, is messed up, man. Because yeah. that put UMass basketball back like. 20 years because of the sanctions and we weren't even allowed to have scholarship players for like six years after that or something like that which is absurd dude but Mike Krzyzewski never left Coach K never left Duke so they could never take away his scholarships and everything mm-hmm. and then the one and done rule happened so he got even saved there you know yeah. I don't know yeah, it's like uh, it's interesting. It it reminds me of like, um, it 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 just equates so much to real life. And I I, I would love to hear uh, your opinions on this because it, it seems to fall in line. Because, um, like six seven months ago, I started you know investing in in into a um a new nft project right and right. It, it was cool and like you you knew about it i told you about yeah. it and you know you wanted to find more about it for find more out about it because you know you you know weren't as in the the crypto space as me and like right you know that's all good like um and so like i you know i was in the crypto space so like i attained you know, some crypto and I wanted to put it to, to some, some use. So like I bought some, you know, some mummies and I thought they were cool. And I get into, into the group and um, I don't know, like I eventually uh, joined their discord and, and that was really cool to me because um, you know, I've talked about it to you, but like, I've kind of been, 
you know, over the past couple of years, it, 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 maybe even longer than that now, maybe like five years, you know, I've kind of been doing more things on my own. And um, I only have um, a few certain, you know, real, real connections. And mm-hmm. like, like you, for example, like you, right. like you are my brother, you know, That's like right. I, you know, and, and you and I, like, we're not real brothers, but we go all the way back. We, we're literal, you know, day yeah. one in, in the mint, sandbox. Mint, so, yeah, mint night, kindergarten, yeah. Yeah, like literal day ones in the sandbox. So like, you know, I'm I'm always gonna you know stay true to, um, you know, my day one people, and like I wanna, you know, put on for my guys and everything like that. And so like, that's kind of how I felt. Like I was I was starting in this endeavor to, you know, en- enrich my life for sure, um, but also to. En- enrich the, the the livelihoods of like our futures as well because like i know the stuff that i'm holding now it's like you never know what it, it could be in like 20 in like 20 years or 10 years or whatever and so whatever happens with that stuff is fine like i um you know i'm i'm good like i had the money to to do that so i you know i did it and i went in you know, slowly but surely, like I bought one and then I had two and then three, four, five. Yeah. And then, and then I became like really into it. And right. um, I, I got um, like a bunch more and that allowed me to um, like, I was really invested and I, you know, I had a, a, a voice, um, you know, in the project, like I was always hanging out. I'm, I was meeting um, a lot of cool people right and who i really enjoyed and it was it was funny to me because like you know i'm not new to this is what i'm saying is like i'm true to this like i've been you know i know how the game goes bro like you know people from the the time you're a kid they're you know they're trying to shortchange you you know what i'm saying so so like everybody's gonna go through that it doesn't matter you know you go you've gone through it i've gone through it everybody can uh relate to that sort of thing but so at the end of the day it's it's an investment but everything that's being done is like it's it's like yeah we want to you know promote the mummies we want more people to come in and eventually buy but you want to do it in an organic sort of way that just is is genuine you're not trying to change people um, from somebody that they're um, not from from the person that they are into into like a like a a puppet you know what i mean like like the person like the like because i've seen it and and it's just because like 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 i have this different background where i have a medical background where like i've been through some shit like i've seen death and like i've been through it from a very young age and and it it kind of made me closed off to like not closed off because I was always accept- accepting of others and going through that stuff made me want to give back. But 
going through that stuff made me really see, you know, who were the people like I could really trust and, and who that, you know, I was just maybe working with or, or, um, you know, I, it was more of a transaction or something like that. And I feel like uh, a lot of the things in, in the world today is, is strictly tra- transactional based. So, and that's, that's fine. You know, like, you know, a lot of people get married for, you know, careers or, you know, and then, in, and then investments, you know, yeah, you know, you're trying to make money. So with this art shit, John, uh, yeah, go ahead. Say what you were saying. No, I was just saying it's cold fucking world out there when it comes to investments. And it doesn't matter what kind of investment you're making. You, me, you know, Susie Q. Doesn't matter what the investment is. You got to find some cold shit and some cold people in there who aren't about what you were talking about and trying to better and 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 make sure that this is the right kind of stuff. They're looking for the quick sell, quick turnaround. It's 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 tough in that field, Mike. Yeah, man, it's it is it is tough. Um, but like there there's people in that community, like core people in that community, um, that like everybody's you know connected with with somebody you know and everybody has been empowered by uh the, the mummy group to you know to do more with their lives and to help out with the mummies and and to things like that and um it's just kind of disheartening to see um you know the holders and especially like the big holders who have you know, a lot more money invested into the project than I do, um, you know, really advocate uh, to hire a, a marketing person. Uh, but the marketing person um, is more or less, um, it, it's like almost like exploitation um, of right. like the holders and stuff. Because like this guy, right, he had this whole itinerary of things that you could do and and like it's a whole bravado of like i'm this type of this type of thing you know you you know do what i sort of thing and this guy like doesn't really do the things that like you know he's preaching like you know uh so you know it's questionable and so he kind of he he, he well, was without, he, without going on you know about about that guy it just it it just so you know it's always the guys with the money at the top well who, we no well so we've done a lot of sleuthing and and he's not it, so it's not the founder man it's not it's not the main guy it's it we're we're talking about like the marketing guy and uh, you know so like so like we all know who he is and like where he's from and and where we know all these things and um but we just feel like this guy isn't being very transparent to the people of the community for some whatever personal issue is going on this person uh like is verb was like verbally sort of demeaning uh members of the community um, especially like, especially like, 
uh, a couple of the main people that you know make the thing go. Well, if he's at will, if he's an at will employee, then uh, you might need to get rid of him and uh, look for somebody who's more into your vision. You know, right? And that's what and and that's what we we all we all were we all were that. And so yeah, so like they so they brought him they brought him in and and it was like we all wanted to have like a full-fledged marketing you know expert so it's like this guy has has been brought in by you know the founder and brought in by the holders to do a specific thing and yeah i think a lot of it has some merit and yeah i i do think this person has you know a good background um but i i i think um he is alienating some of uh, the community members because doesn't necessarily understand uh, who they are and what they're all about. And I feel as a marketing manager where your job is like, we're marketing it for them. You know, like all the holders are marketing managers. Like all the holders yeah. are marketing. The you, know a lot of, you know, a lot of the problem I've felt with uh, marketing managers, and this is just a general you know, John opinion, right? Yeah. Is um, the communication breaks down because they don't always have the answers and I'm not making excuses for them. Right. Right. But it's, it's, but, it's interesting how the answers come. Um, so, so there's a lot of people that do things and help out for the mummies and put in work without being asked and, and you know never ask for money and everything and do a lot of work so there's a lot of things being done um that is being built by the community you know what i mean and and it's the credit is being taken by you know someone else and then it's also really demeaning towards probably you know two of the main people where like you can't you can't if if we're all in this this investment in this business this art thing together this is art man everybody's a creator every everybody's an artist and nobody's stuff is lame especially if they're the ones spending um you know all their time and heart and hard-earned money and just trying to do whatever they can to you know see a project grow um organically and it just uh, seems do you, do you think that they're doing that or do you see that as their launching point into their own careers because that ego when it comes to any kind of art is always a problem when it comes to managing the business side of it Right, right, and and it's like it's like you know, is it business or is it art? But in this case, yeah, you know, which, the art. Which one are we talking business. about? Right. Yeah. And sometimes you need to sit the fucking artist down in their face and say, "This is what's happening, dude." I don't care what you're you you know, the best thing that you think is going to happen for you. That's fine. We all want to be the next Picasso. Right, right, exactly, and 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 everyone, and everyone in the mummies, like they know, they know that, and we we all 
we all are you know diehards where we like we we love it um but like yeah and without being insensitive to it like i know is this art on like the metaverse right oh it's on the the blockchain okay um dude like we have better graphics in Marvel movies, right? Well, why, it's all it's why it's, why it's is, uh, supposed to be like Minecrafty. It's like uh, pixels. Yeah. So why is Minecraft and that's something I was gonna actually ask about Minecraft. Why is that considered more pure art or not pure art? But you know what I mean. Why is that considered now art that people want to buy? Uh, because of, you know, it, it's it, because of how it's developed, because of, you know. It, it seems like it's easily developed, right? Yeah, yeah, yes and no. I mean, it it depends on the programming, um, but it's okay. it requires a lot of, you know, patience and, and it's a lot of repetition. Okay. Yeah, um, but like the sandbox and stuff. I'm not, they, I'm not trying to discount it, Mike. I'm, no, I'm, no. I'm actually just trying to understand it more. Yeah, yeah. No, I got you. Um, it it is a lot like that. Like so, the the mummies, right? It's like we we start on the blockchain, right? And it's like the the sandbox too. It's like they're becoming a full fledged game, and like we're in the sandbox. So it's like you start at the blockchain. And it's like we're we're working up towards that metaverse, that that mummy mummy first is what is what we're right. calling it for ourselves. Right. And so it's like it's like we have we had the these pictures. We had like the the Genesis mummies and then the babies and then the Halloween and then right. the maker. And then now we're waiting some months to do uh, the the, uh, the hieroglyphics. So. Um, so uh, a lot of the Genesis mummy stuff is being built upon um, in the sandbox. So the, the project owns. So the um, art, the art, if you will. Yeah. Is being built in the sandbox. Right. So like they're making avatars for the Genesis mummies right. into the sandbox. And then right. we, we purchased or you know like mu- the Those mummies purchased ones. like they purchased a whole bunch of uh, plots of land gotcha. to be developed into the into the video game so we're gonna have like some you know levels and some cra- and some crazy missions and stuff um where where that is really cool and so we'll have that game to do that in and then we have this other um game real um chill relaxation vibe type of thing where it's called crypto voxels and it's it's a similar sort of you know sandbox scene type of thing where uh you can um you know you can build you know you can build on you can build whatever you want it's all a hub of creativity and what's cool is it, it's it's kind of free throwing uh free flowing and you can like walk around and just sort of chill and vibe out and it's super cool and crypto voxels but yeah that's that's something else it's like you can render these um wearables in 
um, sandbox and crypto voxels. And then uh, you can put it on a avatar and then play the game with those wearables on it. So it's cool. It's like you gotcha. You you buy you're buying something um, that only you can use um, in uh, a video game. Gotcha. Okay. Could you? Um. I'm sorry. So if you if you got an NFT picture, right? Yeah. Could you use that avatar? somewhere else yeah like so like your your nft xbox gamer thing like i'm not saying you're playing the games with that but that could be your gamer tag yeah yeah like you could say yeah so that's what it is it's like you're setting this stuff up as your profile pictures first like and then it's been built upon where like eventually they're gonna code they're coding and they're making like these 3D avatars where it where it, we're going to have a social hub where we can have like parties in the sandbox. And then we're going to have, um, you know, some levels where we have, you know, missions and whatnot. But all the holders of the Genesis mummies, you'll be airdropped. These uh, mum bits is what it's being called. And so it's it's cool, man. It's 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 really interesting, and there's a ton of you know long term value, um, you know, within the project. And I I just think uh, there there was people there. There's all these people that are willing to work, um, and things you know out of the goodness of their heart. And then I know for um, you know a, a fact that some people are just being hired. And that's fine. And that's like the business side of it. But it's just like as the business people and they they just, you know, they want you to keep spending the money and keep investing and they want in, they empower you to, you know, in, in, you know, believe in yourself, invest in yourself. Um, But at the end of the day, it, it comes back to, you know, you putting in money to to make the project go and if you're not you know if you don't have you know disposable income all the time you know to put money into the project it may not always uh work out in that favor so like well yeah 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 so like that's what it is it's like you know it's art man but like you know the Picasso vibe. Like, that's not going to come for a long time, and so it Mike, is all about Mike, money. Do you think that the most people who hate on NFTs and this kind of, you know, mummies and all that, do you think they hate because they don't have the amount of disposable income to invest, so they hate on it for that reason? Um, I think it could be a, a slew of reasons. Um, I, I don't necessarily think it's that because, it, it, you know, it, and the thing with me is that, like, everybody confuses the shit out of, about me. Like, people think that, like, it, especially in this mummy shit, bro, like, people think that I'm, you know, sad about shit or I'm, you know, unhappy with who I am. Like, nah, that's not the case, bro. Like, I'm happy as fuck. Like, I, you know, I, sure, like, may, with the things I know now, like, 
maybe I, I would have slowed my roll on certain things. But no, like I'm still bullish on the project I'm on because I researched a really good one. And I researched on my own and I didn't listen to other people. I listened to my to myself. And and then I looked into um, like who was following, you know, the board mummies and like who invested into it. And then I saw all these big names invest in it. And it was like, who's real? Who's not? But like, all I know is that I've always been, you know, true to myself. And for every time right. that I've been knocked right. down in life, I've always come back and, and succeeded. Right. So and that's sort of like what's what's happened because like in the fall in in the fall real quick right you know I've I've had a bunch of conversations with um you know the main guy behind it and like there's no NDA bro like there's no NDA there's no contracts it was just basically like how much of business do you know and and we all know so much business and but the difference is is that the the like the hardcore people that were really there for the community, man, they weren't asking for no deal. They weren't asking for no handouts from, um, from it, you know, like, but there's other people that wanted the handouts that, that, that just that, that beg and beg and beg that, that what was me, what was me, what was me. And, um, you know, it, it's just an interesting, interesting uh, vibe when it, it comes to that sort of thing. So well, I know on a more on a more positive on like we gotta get out of here because I have to do this thing called work. All right, my man. Okay. Yeah, that's Unfortunately, true. That's true. Right? Yeah. You're all the way on the West Coast. So you took some time out of your day. Uh, like to, I've to said I've said I don't like doing work. I'll be the first one to tell you. Um I but I do have to go to the office uh to go back there. Uh but there's never been a better lunch break on the Coldest of Takes podcast. Available, Mike, everywhere. That's right, man. That's right. Podcast, you... You're going to learn about NFTs. You're going to learn about this shit. You're going to learn. Yeah, we're going to learn about it all together. Understand. And we're, and, and we're just two dudes, you know, that embrace each other, that bend rocks for each other. Chopping it up, dude. We got to learn about this shit. Chopping up. If you don't learn. But Mike. respecting each other from the, right. from the get go, bro. And That's John, nice. man, I I really appreciate you, you know, uh, chatting with me today, especially on some of this <laughs> uh, business and art type of stuff, because that is super hey. interesting to me. Um, well, it's very interesting to all of us, man, because this is the coolest it takes. Is what you get when you come here, Mike. Facts, John Cat on Twitter at John Wick on Instagram, Mike St underscore Katzer. And we'll be out of here. See you. Peace. Peace.